Welcome to the MedTech Talent Lab, the number one catalyst for advancing careers and building high-performance teams. Sponsored by the Anthony Michael Group, helping companies secure in-demand talent in regulatory affairs, quality, clinical, engineering, R&D, and other areas for medical device, digital health, diagnostics, and other organizations across the U.S. life sciences sector. Here's your host, Mitch Robbins. Hey, welcome back to another live edition of the MedTech Talent Lab podcast. It's Mitch Robbins and Adam Sapi coming to you week in and week out, Wednesdays at 11 o'clock Pacific, 2 o'clock Eastern here on LinkedIn. Each and every week we do a show that is all related to talent, especially as it relates to uh, the MedTech industry. We are here from a search firm called the Anthony Michael Group, where we help companies across the medical technology sector. So that includes medical device, digital health, diagnostics businesses to build high-performing teams on the technical side of the business. So that includes areas primarily like regulatory affairs, quality, and some of the other technical functions. Simultaneously, we run a recorded version of the show where we interview leaders straight from the industry on all things related to talent. Some really cool stories that uh, we've been um, pleased to be a part of uh, to feature on the show. As far as trials and tribulations, these leaders have gone through to get to where they are today, advice they have for others trying to come up the ranks or even as it relates to hiring. So lots of best practices being shared. Make sure to check out the show on just about any platform where you consume podcast uh, content. Thanks for being here, Adam. How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. We were just talking offline. It's great uh, here in Colorado, going from 70 degrees peak at, at spring. And then now it's uh, supposed to get a mix of rain and snow later today. So back to yeah, back to yeah, maybe win- winter's not quite uh, over with the, or done with us yet. That's the <laughs> toughest problem uh, when it comes to weather that I think we have is that just when you're ready for spring to kick in, <laughs> it just hangs on through March. Sometimes yeah. April. Shit, we shoot, excuse my language. We've seen uh, snow in June here. Big uh, snowstorms, yeah, in April and yeah, May, and then, okay. yeah, some, some in June for sure. So We've got a good audience today joining us, and we were talking about the flip side of what we talked about last week, and that is, last week we talked about, hey, you passed up somebody for a promotion. What are you going to do right away to figure out how to keep these people before they decide, oh, forget it, I'm out? Today, yeah. we're going to tackle the flip side of that. So you are the one who just got passed over for a promotion that you really wanted. You know, logically, you might be thinking, okay, you know what, forget it. I didn't get it like I thought I was going to. I'm ready to go. Let's start, okay. you know, kicking into high gear, talking to recruiters and getting out there and, and figuring out a new job. And OK, yes, that makes sense. But we want to give you some perspective today, some things to consider before you decide to take that leap. Why don't you jump in, if you will, as always, I'm going to pull up my phone, make sure I keep up with the audience. For those of you who are enjoying the content, we appreciate uh, letting us know through social media love so that it not only helps us with feedback that you like what you're hearing, but also helps uh, the algorithm so that the rest of uh, the med tech industry can know about this show. And then if you have any questions or comments, definitely put them below. Uh, We'll engage with you live on the show. Take it away, Adam. What's your thought on that? Yeah. So we were talking about from a hiring manager's perspective, hey, you didn't promote this person and the onus is on you. And and I agree with that. Now, fl- kind of flipping the, the script a little bit and looking at it from a candidate's perspective. So, hey, I didn't get the promotion and I, the ownership is on you again, you know, because it's funny how many people I talk with that didn't get a promotion, got, you know, passed over. And then when I flesh out or ask them, you know, why, why didn't you get the job? 
it's uncanny how many times they say, I don't know. I really don't know why I didn't get it um, or it's politics or something. I'll push back on that. Well, find out. You, you need to find out why you didn't get the job. And that's you're not asking anything that's you know, sensitive information or anything else. That's a fair question. Hey, I was one of four finalists or one of two finalists. I didn't get the job. Please share with me why I didn't. You know, that's very important because, you know, a lot of times as you kind of alluded to, they're like, I'm out of here. Well, they're calling me saying, hey, I want to go interview somewhere else for the same job. Okay, well, let's find out why you didn't get that project manager job before we go interview on three other project managers with other companies because we might run into the same snag there. So starting with number one, find out why you didn't get that job, that promotion. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's I think it's important for one, it might help put some perspective uh, in place for you as to, you know, reasons why you didn't get the job. And it might make sense like, oh, OK, so I was missing this and this element, but here's what I could do to work on it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't have that feedback, it's really kind of hard to act on. And that feedback, even if you do decide to make a change and, and leave the organization, that feedback is still vital for you because you're potentially going to still run into similar obstacles anywhere else when you try to buy for a similar level position. Exactly right. Um, exactly right. So, so that's the, step one is make sure that you have the feedback. Step two is if you really like the company and you like the people that you work with and ideally you want to stay there, but you're just trying to push through that ceiling to the next level. Do you know what's going to be required of you to get there? You know, did they bring in somebody from the outside and now that position is not available? Other pathways that still allow you to continue to spread your wings and grow with that company professionally. Any good leader that sees value in their staff is going to want to figure out ways to keep that staff, right? And keep the staff engaged. And I would especially also now. say yeah. that, especially now, but I would also say any great leader also recognizes that they may not be able to keep the staff. And sign of a great leader is to watch, you know, allow their team to, to fly on their own. So it yeah. may be where it's time to leave. But unless you have these conversations that are honest, direct yeah. conversations, you're not going to know. What's your thought on that piece as far as that's a really, trying to figure out if there's still a path forward and what? Yeah, that that's like. a really good perspective. I, I always think that, you know, when folks resign, I always ask, you know, people how that's going, how it's re how your resignation was received. And, you know, counteroffers, we've talked about these a lot, but I think it's really telling when, when a, a manager is really supportive. Hey, let me know what you need. I'll write you a recommendation. You know, this new boss can call me and I can provide insight on you know, how to get the best from you and what you're, you know, what to do and what not to do and everything else. That's great. You know, if you recognize, hey, for this person to really flourish, unfortunately, they're going to have to, you know, leave, leave the nest and, and go somewhere else. But yeah, I, I think back to that point, create your strategy because whether that's, hey, I'm up for another promotion internally in 18 months. Well, I don't want to, you know, shame on me if I get, you know, passed over for this exact same thing. They were like, hey, if you had had the RAC certification the last time you would have got this promotion, now we fast forward 18 months, you still don't have that RAC certification or you didn't complete your master's or whatever it might be that's under within your control. You know, shame on you if you didn't flush it out and then create an actionable uh, strategy and, and, and implement it and stick to it. So, hey, if it was you haven't worked in these OUS markets. OK, well, great. Then it's on me to volunteer for some new projects in Asia Pac and LATAM and EMEA and all these others. So that way, then whether I'm looking externally with other companies or internally for a promotion. Next time, I'm excited for those uh, questions to come up because I'll be like, yep, here's what I've done. Um, that's relevant. So really create a roadmap for yourself. Decide, I guess, to your perspective or to your point, hey, am I going to stick it out and wait for the next round here? Or 
Do I feel like, you know, I was slighted and and it's going to be another five years before this opportunity comes up again. So I'm going to have to look elsewhere. But either way, figure out what you're going to do to strengthen yourself as a candidate, as a viable candidate. Guys, it's Mitch Robbins and Adam Sopi, the MedTech Talent Lab Live Edition. Uh, We run a search firm called the Anthony Michael Group in MedTech, primarily working in technical areas like regulatory affairs, quality engineering, things like that. Today, we're talking about If you've been passed over for a promotion, what's your plan of attack from there on out? Do you just, you know, we're we're trying to help you avoid the the knee-jerk reaction of saying, forget it, I'm out, and really kind of be thoughtful and objective to the best of your ability of what is the right path forward, whether it's staying with your company or deciding, you know, that it's time to move on. So far, we've said that, look, to make an educated decision on on what's going on and what's next, you got to have the feedback as to why you didn't get the promotion. Don't be afraid to ask. At, to Adam's point, so many individuals that we speak with, when, they, when we find out they didn't get the promotion they thought they were going to get, when we ask them why, they don't know. Yeah. Ask the hard questions. Ask the questions that you kind of, you know, wincing at that you don't uh, yeah. necessarily want to know the, the answer to because that's where the value lies. That's where growth lies, right, is insights that you can actually take action on. Number two, if you didn't get the promotion now, what is the pathway forward for you to continue to grow within the company? What does that look like? How can you set a strategy up with your hiring manager so that you can un- understand what needs to be done? And if you meet those goals, what does that mean in terms of you continuing to grow professionally within the company? It may be a completely different position that you thought you wanted to be promoted for. It may be a, com- a position that your hiring manager is trying to get approval for and you didn't even know that was part of the uh, hiring plan, right? Yep. In the next 18 yep. months. Yep. So understand that piece. I feel like we need to give at least one other item of what they can do. We, yeah. Wouldn't be proper if we didn't have three steps. Magic three. Um, well, and I just thought of this when you were talking too. make sure when you are fleshing that out, put yourself out there, you know, take a slice of humble pie and, and, and make, make sure that hiring manager knows that, hey, I'm asking you and I'm going to keep following up until you can provide some constructive feedback, you know, and hey, if it's ugly truth, it's we, you know, we don't like to hear those things, but it's only going to help us. So really, really find out what it is, you know, yep. um, and then when you get that, make your strategy, make your roadmap and then commit to it. So if you decide you're staying, stay, you know, like we had talked about a little bit last week, there's a million opportunities out there and you're thinking, oh, man, there's another one. Re-engage yourself. A good yep. leader should help do that, but it's also on you to be like, hey, I've made the decision. I'm going to take this constructive feedback. I'm going to get better. I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to improve myself as a candidate for the next round, but I'm staying. So turn the, put the blinders back on, re-engage yourself, remind yourself what you love about the current team, about the current organization, about the projects, get to work on and not focus on what you don't have and focus on what you do have. And then just keep c- continuing to kick butt. If you are a finalist for a promotion, that means you're, ex- usually that means you're doing really well in your role. So be grateful for that and then piggyback on that. And I think I want to wrap up and be real here. Sometimes it's not about skill set. It's not about necessarily the, the technical acumen. Sometimes it's just about the, the cultural fit, the yeah. cultural identity, and how leadership thinks this person is going to adjust or be effective in this new role, right? Especially in leadership. It may not be the right fit. You may not be in line for a promotion there because they don't think that it's the right fit. And that's okay. If that's really kind of, you know, reading between the lines what you think it is, maybe it is the right time to start exploring other avenues where you might be in a better fit for yourself. And that company can move on with their plans as well. If it's more of a technical promotion, great. Hopefully it's way more straightforward for you where it's like, okay, I'm an individual contributor looking to advance to a higher level individual contributor role. Here's the things I'm missing right now. 
here's what I'm going to do about it. And it really is good feedback because what's happening in today's market is there's so many companies that are prematurely offering promotions to the outside and the inside. Yeah. We see it all the time in regulatory. A specialist is also becoming a principal and like skipping level somehow. And it's more so a glorified title. But guess what? It's going to come back on you later because when you're put in a position to deliver, and you're not comfortable delivering at the level that they're expecting. And you're maybe one of two people in the department, whatever it is, what are you going to do? Yeah. Right. And so yeah. take that feedback as a slice of humble pie and really look at yourself in the mirror and say, how does this apply to me? And if this really is the case, what do I need to do to better myself moving forward one way or yeah. the other, either here or moving forward, moving on. Absolutely. And give yourself some grace too. You know, hey, if you're at a big company, you know, a lot of these times, you know, a lot of times you have a fierce competition from really good managers fighting for one director role. Well, if there are four of you, they can only hire one person, right? It might've been a really tough decision. That person might have six years of experience more than you do, or, you know, and there's no fault of, of yours there. So be, you know, take some empathy or grace in the, and get in yourself for that. Um, but then it is a cliche, but, you know, usually they, like they say, when one door closes, another door opens. How many times have we seen that in our own lives where, oh, I really wanted this. This was my promotion. This is what I wanted. You don't get it. You're bummed for five minutes or two months or a year or whatever. And then you find out, oh man, this was actually a better path for me. Or you see that with movie stars all the time. I really wanted this role. They don't get it. And they're bummed. Well, that opened up, you know, career role for them and they went on and become rich and famous. So you just never know, you know, when it's meant to be, it's meant to be, but also fight hard to put yourself out there and, and put yourself in position to win for sure. So yeah, I think that's some good advice. And uh, like my mom's always said to me, the harder you, the harder I work, the luckier I get, right? Yeah, right. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, listen, I, it's a short show today, but uh, let's stick around for a minute and see if anybody's got any thoughts or questions uh, in the comments. We'd be happy to answer any questions live or uh, be happy to receive your feedback. I'll stick around for a minute. But otherwise, again, the MedTech Talent Lab Live Edition, Wednesdays, 11 o'clock Pacific, 2 o'clock Eastern, right here on LinkedIn. And then make sure to check out the recorded version of the show on any, just about any podcast platform where you consume content. We've interviewed so many fantastic leaders from the industry with a pipeline of more to come. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here today live. And uh, if you're watching this back later, hopefully it's of value to you. We'll always encourage your feedback and uh, your comments in an effort to bring as much value to you as we can. Um, I think we are good. Otherwise, Adam, thanks so much. Let's have a great yeah. week, huh? Sounds great. Thanks for listening to the MedTech Talent Lab podcast. For more content-rich episodes, log on to theanthonymichaelgroup.com or subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform.